Hello and welcome back to another episode of Full Kit Banter. And if you're joining us for the first time, we're glad to have you along for the ride. We'd also really appreciate if you could take a moment to follow us on Instagram at Full Kit Banter and share this episode and the podcast with anyone who loves the beautiful game as much as we do. Now on to business as usual with the lads and Sash rejoins us after several weeks away. Great to have him back as I'm sure we're all raring to get back into the swing of things. Um, but before we do, Sash, um, tell us a bit about what you got up to this weekend. I think Lionel, uh, the brothers, uh, got up to some fun stuff this weekend. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, we actually watched Guns N' Roses live for the second time after Ooh. five years. Like the, It was uh, five years in between the two concerts. Like The first time that we went to, they actually called it the Not In This Lifetime tour. And uh, because we were born, I would say... In the wrong era in terms of um, <laughs> music like we all know like the good stuff is always in the uh, 80s and 90s in terms of the the genre of, of rock right sure, so when sure. Guns and Roses broke up we thought oh man it's um the ship has sailed we'll never see them again because of the rift between when did they the break up uh? I think it was 1996 or 1997 what <laughs> Or was it in 2000s? I can't remember. Like, <laughs> I, I'm I my timeline. It means they must have broken up multiple times because I swear they broke up like when I was in primary school or something. Yeah, dude. They're like two secondary school teenagers. You know, it's egos, man. Love. Yeah, so um, when they announced that they're going to finally um, put all these uh, shenanigans behind, they're going to shake hands and actually tour together as uh, three of the five founding members of the group, then we thought, all right, definitely whatever it costs because... At that point of time, we were still students. So when we paid roughly around uh, $300, and at the point of time, right, I think it was because of the hype that uh, the tickets were so expensive. Like we got category B tickets, but we paid about like $302. You don't have to tell the listeners that, man. As, as far as I'm concerned, you got Cat A tickets, bro. You were balling out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so comparing the two, let's say, concerts that we went to, I felt that the first one was much better because as you know um, father time does everyone I, I don't care who you are you could be a world class athlete <clears throat> Ronaldo uh, you could be like yeah. foreshadowing 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could be once like one of the greatest rock bands in the world but yeah like I, I, I really preferred firstly the set list Secondly, the vibes that they gave and, and obviously the quality of performance five years ago. But I think this this particular concert that we went to, like the, the second coming of Guns N' Roses to Singapore, I don't know, the, the, the mixing from the sound engineers, man, it's so bad. I could hardly hear EXO at all, which was the reason why I can't really comment on whether his singing has... You know, it's drastically <laughs> deproved or slightly improved because I couldn't even hear what he was singing. So, the sound engineers, man, you you guys did they, uh, did they not fix it in between like um, breaks, I, bro? Because I, I, I imagine there were several breaks. I think they didn't even notice because okay, through my experience, what? right, there should be one sound man that is basically trying to hear what the audience is hearing, and I'm not sure whether it's because I was at the, at the point of time we we bought pretty good tickets, so we are quite in front. I I don't know. I, is it because we were too in front, too close to the speakers where we couldn't, which is the reason why we couldn't hear Axel? 
Or was it because of oh, the sound engineer? Oh, that could be a fault? thing, actually. Right? Yeah, like, the, but the, that's the kind of ridiculous. Of if, if you are paying the best, or like, close to the best tickets, and you get one of the worst experiences, mm-hmm. that's kind of... I mean, if you're so close that you're underneath the speakers, the sound just goes over your head. That's <laughs> but that, no, that's legit, legit, legit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it yeah. shouldn't be like happened to me before. That should be like yeah. the sound engineer's job, right? To you know, before uh, the actual concert, there there should be what you call mic checks and all that. So basically, they they should balance out the EQ right? because I I do have some background in in music, so that's what I usually do. I I don't know, man. Just it's just weird, like. I'm quite an expert myself (laughs) Yeah I'm using like I'm a um, sound engineer myself (laughs) (laughs) Half of that is true (laughs) Um, So I mean but overall Like it was just nice to see them again right? I think just seeing live shows back In Mm -hmm. Singapore I think it's a pretty It's like a win for us right But you you can't win everything I guess Mm -hmm. Definitely nice to see them Back again I think it's because um, The the, the drug money Or rather The the, the money that they finally They they got from touring Five years ago I think they've run out Of it um, Buying drugs They need to rebuild their retirement Yeah They need to rebuild it again So that's why The way they're going I don't know if there'll be a retirement man. (laughs) Just gonna Rock till the grave Uh, Do you reckon you'll go for a third time If they come back? Nah, I I think mm. that that's it. It's not because like the experience was bad, but it's because I think two times is enough. Mm. And so it's I like want to show a good thing, right? Yeah, so I want to show this question back to you guys, right? Mm. So I'm sure you guys have attended your fair share of concerts um in your lifetime. So which artist or band would you not mind going back again to watch for the second time live? Wow. Uh, wait, not mind. Uh, uh, yeah, we're not. I seen not mind slash um would slash uh, no pun intended. <laughs> not pun in, no pun intended. <laughs> Wouldn't mind slash um would die to go and watch them for the second time. Right, right. Quite right. drastic. Either um, ends on the spectrum, lah. Either ends. <laughs> I mean, like I know it will be a shit show. But if Oasis somehow reform <laughs> and decide to tour in Singapore, like I would be down just cause it would be a monumental like moment. But yeah, I don't know. Like the first time was dope, even though like if, like like they were like Liam Gallagher was kind of on the decline already, but it was still like a mind blowing experience. So that would probably be my pick, Oasis. Mm, for me, I I caught um oh no. This is bad. I can't remember the year, but I I watched um Def Cab, mm. and I I'd still go back for them. I think they're ones that are, are aging gracefully. Ben Gibbard's voice is okay, their songs still are quite yeah. like slow. So, yeah. so no, bro, <laughs> it's gotten like more like uh for anyone who's listening to Def Cab out there, you know what I'm saying. It's gotten yeah. even more like pop. It's it's mm. gotten more like upbeat and more. The youngins. Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop. They're trying Everything to stay relevant now, or something. Yeah. It used to be a lot more emo. Um, mm. like it, they don't. It's they're not writing the same kind of like I'll follow you into the dark anymore. They're doing love that song. You can't, but you can't, you also. I mean, this is like a whole other conversation for like another day. But you can't just keep like hammering home the same music, I guess, or the same like yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to, people, yeah, you, you have, have to, to evolve, evolve right? Unlike or in some cases, Man United, evolve. you have to <laughs> cough, cough, Coldplay, cough, cough. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I yeah, hate Coldplay. But, but, but what anyway. Sash said is make me kind of nervous for Red Hot Chili Peppers in February. 
My guys are going to be gasping <laughs> for air. <laughs> How about uh, BK, man? Uh, I don't have... I, I don't know. I don't think I have a great uh, dude, concert just say, that just I want to go day, to. Dude. <laughs> no, 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 just no, say no, Green I, Day, I really don't have one on my list like that I'll go like crazy. May Day Parade? It, but nah, I want, I want to trade up for if I could watch a concert, like if I could go back in time and watch a concert. Um, I think I want to do the MCR one. Oh, uh, dude. Great shout. Take, no, dude, yeah. MCR coming to Singapore is like a take, Just fly take my to money. Melbourne, bruh. Yeah no, but I, I mean I make I, it sound so easy. <laughs> Just fly I don't know, man. Know. I, I, I feel like, uh, all the emo punk bands of our era. I think I just had a conversation with my friend the other day. All the emo punk bands Shout of out our BK's era. Friend. Although, <laughs> although like they are kind of making a comeback in the US and stuff like mm. that. They had the they had the when we were young festival, yeah. right? But like I could never see that coming back to Singapore. Like we don't have the market for that anymore. We just don't have the infrastructure as well. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> like yeah, I mean that's about it, man. Like even the emo nights, people went there for the concert. So like goes to show. Uh, but yeah, I I pretty much think like I would want to watch like say Fall Boy in their peak or like, uh, mm, all the bands we couldn't afford to go to back. Yeah, then. precisely like yeah. all of that. Like yeah, but MC and Fall Boy probably one of the top two in my list. Uh, of Bro, things I, d- I, I do I, think I do think MCR will have an Asian tour like sooner or later it's bound to happen like no one like if you ask me what five years ago whether I thought Guns N' Roses will ever tour Asia let alone Singapore right I'll be like nah no way man they're, they're not even gonna get back but who knows man M- money does money does things man the ball is money out. greases the wheels <laughs> so so I think I was talking to my friend F1 2024 like, <laughs> then my friend said like MCR kind of got some stick for like uh uh, the last time when they came Cause like They, they had to uh, One of their songs They will ask the people To like Ask the guys to like Take their hands off And like Do that uh, Take their clothes off And like do that Like s- swing their shirts And I think like Got some stick from like People Wait cause uh, they smelly or what? I don't know No 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 As in like That's the other fans right there The big G The big G Can't, can't say names Don't wanna be Affecting the podcast You wanna podcast, be cancelled yeah. yeah yeah, I don't want to be cancelled right there. Uh, I don't know whether yeah. I'll be pissed if the podcast gets cancelled or impressed <laughs> that we have such a reach. <laughs> hey, any publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah, we don't know, man. <laughs> Once people find out, like, we, I mean, we just we changed the name or cancelled, they'll just want to listen to us to hear why we got cancelled. <laughs> it's like, they barely even said anything. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, probably one of those bands. It'll just be like 30 year olds. <laughs> You have like this. You have like a smidge of like Gen Zs, but it'll just be like thirty to forty. I don't know if I have the energy to go for like one of those. And I'll be like, ah oh, man, like oh I get just imagine. just get a Red Bull, man. You'll be fine. <laughs> and an espresso. Oh, espresso Red Bull. Yeah, I'm not even trying to like, to like link the F1 stuff to this, but I like added F1 next year. Added Red Bull. <laughs> Damn man, I'm I'm too good at this. You you have to transit, on that note. Man. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> yeah man, on that note, uh it's nice to have Sash back. But uh before we get into the football, right? I know we're like ten minutes in, there's still no football, so like all the new listeners are like, what the fuck is this podcast? <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. And th- I'm sh- like this there's a point as to why I'm saying this, okay? So at the weekend, um there was more shenanigans in um, another sport Formula 1 And for those of you Who do listen to FKB You know that we do like to 
give the occasional nod to F1. And, you know, with things being kind of sewn up on in on that side of the sporting world, um, kind of noise coming out this weekend was the fact that Max Verstappen, uh, F1 world champion, was being a little shit and pretty much told his team and his like teammate, Checo Perez, to go F themselves because um, evidently he doesn't like giving way to anyone. Um, so I just wanted to like get your guys' thoughts on it. And also because that sort of mentality, the, the very next day we got the crazy news about the Ronaldo interview, which, you know, is a big part of today's episode. But I wanted to get the thoughts of you guys, right? F- like what Max did, are y'all ready to bring out the pitchforks? What are your thoughts on that? Because for me personally, right, I feel Max was never going to win popularity contests. And yes, what he did was kind of like uncool, quote unquote. But it's also not new. Like champions always seem to have like this sort of douchey streak about them. And there's a reason why they're the best. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I think uh, like uh, yeah, Nathan, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say if you're gonna have this kind of attitude about about winning like individual awards and and doing things solo, there are plenty of sports out there that are individual. You mm-hmm. know, like do tennis. You know, or like. But but I mean, F one at the end of the day, there is a, a drivers championship, which yeah, in but it, he's in already won. Is a solo thing, right? it, yeah, sure, know, sure, it's sure. it's a bit of like um, it's if 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 he hadn't, I think mm-hmm. this this definitely would be a different kind of discussion. But 100%. the fact that you've already sewn it up, um, you and it's still a, there is still a team, uh, element to it. Um, this I think that he could have been a much more gracious teammate, and that would have sure. shown. That I think that's the right. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic way of putting it. Gracious teammate. Yeah. Yeah, but I uh, I get what you mean. Like mm. uh, like hardcore um winners wanna win everything. Um, so I can see why. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's still he's kind of screwing himself, right? Because yeah. you have someone who's been so strongly in your corner, like the last two seasons and then to kind of pull this it like Perez is still gonna do his thing like he's a professional like at its core but he might not have you know like he'll still do his job but I think he won't put that extra but it's different right it's it's almost now it's like I thought we were friends now I realize we're just colleagues you know we just work together yeah oh man that that (laughs) sounds so sad bro Bro, just like if he did that in Mexico (laughs) there would have been freaking riots dude yeah yeah that's 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 just yeah. yeah Sash, I mean, you wanted to chime in earlier. Do you have any? Uh, no, I, I think I think that? Nathan mm. beautifully just summarized like that's why we my have thought, Nate, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've um, been thinking hard about what we're gonna talk about later. So, <laughs> which which then kind of segues way into the Ronaldo stuff because talking about champions mindsets, right? Ronaldo's pretty much won everything there is to win, bar the World Cup, which. This might age very poorly in a month. But I want to get Nate's thoughts on this, obviously, because he's, you know, the, the man in, from the Man United camp. This is no longer a story just about Ronaldo being unhappy. He pretty much went scorched earth. Like, for those of you who haven't... Okay, the full interview isn't out. Um, it'll be out probably the day what? after FKB is out. So you can just watch yeah. those back to back. <laughs> but the little clips that came out, uh, not a good look at all um, unless you're Piers Morgan but Nate like okay first off first question is is he done <laughs> at Man United 
Yeah, I think this one is pretty self-explanatory. I think that that yeah, it is. It is. I think there's there's no coming back from yeah. um from what the the little and things surely he must have known that yeah he he surely went yeah in guns blazing yeah especially because everything um even though we've only seen like and and we're already saying that he's probably like that's it he's done and we've only seen like uh the snippet of the ninety minutes so we just don't know how done it's gonna be but as it is right now I don't I don't think there's any coming back from that um there's United are, are now the club famous for for being the the club that quotes um based off what uh SAFs Alex Ferguson said that no when a player is too big for the club um mm-hmm. he has to go and so it it's just so appropriate that you know it almost feels like you you can't write scripts in football but it just comes full circle it's it's back to his his favorite child um who is now like throwing a little bit of a pissy fit and and again it's it's very tricky because you you can definitely if you take if you look at um um Ronaldo's side you can see why he's he's saying what he's saying and and how he's he's feeling and how he feels he's been treated and i think um just trying to to have a humane kind of a, like um a kind of pair of ears as you listen to him talk you kind of really see the hurt i guess mm-hmm. um he feels like when he use and some of the words they use uh if you guys have already Watch the uh, listeners as well. If you've watched the the little clips, he used really strong words like betrayed. Um, it's not just like I felt like the club were disrespecting me. When you use words like betrayed, you know that he actually has a, a lot of um. There's something you use for for people who are really dear to you and close to you. So, I think he it it, it runs so deep and in in to to say what he did um is I mean he did it wrong in the sense that I think he he dragged a lot of like there was a lot of collateral damage now um by dr- by dragging in like teammates uh his manager and stuff like that but um at the Bro, end of he the didn't day, even give Rangnick a break man he had to just go for him I mean <laughs> I'm not gonna lie that, that <laughs> part that part made me laugh my ass off I mean I that's actually the most believable one <laughs> take it or leave it I mean we all know that like the ra- we've been saying that on this episode on this podcast a lot the ranking decision and appointment has was strange from the get go um but I think it also highlights just how misrun the club is and um yeah I think when he what he did was he, he really kind of in just the, the short clips that we saw he really shed some light uh to confirm what a lot of us uh were unaware of but always had speculation of uh, just the lack of investment that uh, the owners, the Glazers, had uh, in the club. Yeah, he and took also major shots at the Glazers as well. Yeah, yeah, Something yep. that I think the last person to do that was ironically Rangnick. Um, and that got him on the chopping board. I think board. Ole was sort of quiet all the way. Yeah, he he got canned because of that, pretty much. Um, but and this is to like everyone, but to, man, to he took shots at Ole as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I still <laughs> haven't seen that clip. I I'm dying to see the clip because it sounds too like. Fake two memes <laughs> like it can't be real like there's no way Ole showed like his UCL where they go um, but but Nate right we're talking about Max and his champion like sort of having this mindset that you don't mind being unlikable or like a bit dastardly right but with Ronaldo right do you think his pedigree has sort of given him the right to sort of voice his concerns in this way or do you think there has to be a line somewhere because like and also like uh, part two of that question would be would you have been okay with the interview as long as he didn't sort of touch on Ten Hag 
Like, if it was purely just a piece on United stagnating and the Glazers, would you have sort of been cool with that? I or was that still out of line? It's it's. I don't. I don't think you can take it in isolation. I I, mm. don't, I think part of the the issue was the fact that he didn't gel with the new manager as well. Um, I'm not sure if there were any promises made to him by the manager, but knowing Ten Hag's kind of style by now, I don't think that he would overpromise something that he wouldn't really deliver. So he probably did already tell Ronaldo that how he wants to use him, what he expects from him, and then I think from there Ronaldo would have gotten it, the message really clear that I'm actually not gonna be guaranteed a spot in this team just because I am Ronaldo and in that kind of situation um, you can see why he's been uh, kind of in in the past few weeks with what he's done with like the walking out and stuff like that mm-hmm. you, you you definitely see why does the pedigree um, and and who he is I think that has to be taken into factor like I think what what's really interesting is um, I don't think anyone else could say what he just did uh, what what he just said and it it hold the kind of weight that it does. I feel like um it's because he's won everything everywhere that he can say things like uh what, coming back to United. I feel like the club hasn't progressed. No one else can say that. You know what I mean? Like who would say like you? I mean, done this more the equivalent the in another sport would be like LeBron James just going on blast and saying the Lakers management sucks ass, right? Like. It's, it's like the same. Twitch Anyone who's who's yeah. who's gotten that big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to to just link it back to what you mentioned about uh Verstappen, they're quite different. Verstappen is just newly crowned champion, and he doesn't have that kind of legacy. Oh, like Verstappen does. more to like Mbappe. Yeah, in a, way. a little bit, yeah. and you can see that actually. Like people yeah. think that he's more of a sport brat mm. for doing that. Uh, for Ronaldo, you can kind of see like by him calling out. I actually agree. I feel like it's it's true. I think United should be uh a lot. Uh, more invested and they should be up there I mean all United fans know that the club is big it's huge it has the history it has the money we don't struggle like other clubs uh, with the money side so um, in that kind of situation why we are where we are for the last few years it's it's also quite baffling and, and after Ronaldo said what he did it's really quite clear to me that actually the, the problem the, the, the rot goes really deep uh, and he and so many people have said it but uh, it's only after someone with the the kind of size of Ronaldo when he says it, everyone's just like, actually, yeah. I mean, now um, that he said it, I would point fingers at a lot of other people. And yeah, Ronaldo because he kind of said what he did. I think he's almost like um, he's taking the the shot for you, like, and then he knows that he's gonna he wants to leave anyways. He feels like it's a it's a, a bit of a sinking ship. Um, so I would think that he doesn't want to stay on it, which is fair. Because if I were in his position, I would feel the same, I think. But, but if he wanted to say all this, right, I think it would have perhaps made more sense, not from a personal standpoint, but from like a wider audience if he said it at the end of last season. Because end of last season was probably like your lowest point, right? You guys were like getting hammered. Um, the last few games of the season, um, the Ragnick thing had failed spectacularly. So yeah. by I him coming out now, it just feels like it's a very personal thing because he's not in the team um, he's been quote unquote I, I do think he has been disrespected mm. to an extent but um, I never thought he would go public like this yeah I, I, I don't think this was expected by anyone um, and, but it's 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 also interesting because I feel and I'm not like kind of on his side to say that he did anything kind of right I still feel like what he did was is definitely 
definitely more leaning towards the wrong side but but knowing what he did say and after he said it i can genuinely kind of if you take a step back and and kind of put your emotions to one side and just look at it objectively i think it does more good at the end you know um he gets to leave which is what he wants um he wasn't really going to be a, a, a kind of he's always going to be kind of a bit part player for this season um looking at what ten hag is trying to do and and seeing what he's doing with the younger players as well uh players like ganacho and mm-hmm. he's trying to get more um and and think he's even still thinking about bringing in players in uh January. So with that all in perspective, you would think okay, Ronaldo knows he's probably not going to get much playing time even now. So he has to act now. And so he mm-hmm. did it right before the World Cup so that if he has a good World Cup, there may still be suitors for him in January, which makes a lot of sense. So I think yeah, I mean uh I don't want to take everyone's time here but just saying at the end of the day, I think what he did at the time he did it makes sense was it um sure from a personal standpoint 100% it makes correct. sense yeah, yeah. but wait, wait, I, is I it what everyone wanted to hear yeah go yeah, for it yeah i do a question like why why did he attack Wayne Rooney like what's up with that did Rooney say um, something about I him i think Wayne Rooney attacked him first <laughs> yeah i think oh. i think the the context was uh Piers Morgan just brought up all his like naysayers and Rooney's name came up because i think Rooney has been quite critical of Ronaldo um, yeah on multiple occasions yeah yeah Ro- Ro- Rooney, yeah, and I think it's I do agree with Ronaldo to an extent. Like Rooney has been particularly harsh on Ronaldo, whereas there are loads of players who could be critiqued, right? But it just seems like Rooney has a hard on for Ronaldo, and maybe it it's um, it was kind of a low blow, lah. I think Ronaldo <laughs> <the> comments were <laughs> quite a bit quite personal, like, right? Dirty, but um, I think it's just come to a point where yeah. it's like I, I the, think the gloves are off. Yeah, I think Wayne Rooney's comments could be because of much repressed somewhat jealousy during his playing that's, that's what they alluded to yeah that's right what because he was to. always playing like a supporting role like mm. second fiddle to Ronaldo whereas Ronaldo was always getting all the glory by scoring the goals and all that whereas Rooney he was kind of a he did score goals I mean Rooney is United's all time, time yeah. top goal scorer for fuck's sake like <laughs> exactly like. But he, I still feel he doesn't get the respect he deserves <laughs> I, I don't okay, know okay I, I want to ask you guys this Um, you mm. all recently watched and this is very fascinating because right before like if just in recently, right? You all saw the the number seven video, the history of the number seven at United. I did not, but that mm. sounds. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Michael, but that came Michael out really. Antonio Valencia, hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, for all the legends, uh, they featured mm-hmm. in that video, uh, Beckham, Cantona, Robson, uh, even Ella Toon from the women's team, um, and then ov- obviously they also talked about George Best. So these are all the recognized number sevens. Do you think that Rooney ever felt that he should have been given the seven when Ronaldo left? Mm. Mm. But Rooney was given the number ten, right? Yeah, but I but think, that's not I think held seven in the for same United, regard. Yeah, I think any other club ten is like top dog, but for some reason at United seven is like I mean not for some reason like like Nate just alluded to all these like iconic players, right? So. I don't know. I think by giving Rooney seven, you're essentially saying like we want you to be like Ronaldo. You get what I mean? It's like he's getting Ronaldo's like sloppy seconds. <laughs> it's like and, if and, they rated Rooney that, that highly, they would have given him seven from the start, right? Like it's a weird slippery slope. So right, right, yeah. That that's true too. But in I think either way, like no one would have been pleased. Um, but yeah, man, this this interview or the clips that we've seen have were very like dynamic man some of the 
the, the terminology used. Um, I'm interested to see if Piers actually like presses him a bit and is it isn't just like a Ronaldo so oh, he, he he definitely did dude like all good interviewers know how to push buttons but that's the thing Pierce responses. has a hard on for Ronaldo <laughs> so I my worry is that he just let Ronaldo vent and he was like oh yeah like you're Ronaldo you're the GOAT like of course like I mean from the clips we saw like <laughs> he joined him in roasting he roasted Rooney for Ronaldo but let's so, let's be clear I mean Pierce is no fan of Man United Oh, but you he's know. a fan of Ronaldo. He is. He so is. So in in any way, in many ways, he might just let Ronaldo talk, right? Because he wants, he takes. I'm sure he's gleefully like, in his like mind, just like, oh my god, yes, the implosion of Man United, you know. But it's uh, I, that's so interesting, isn't it? Because it's mm. not really affecting United in that way. Like United are actually on the upward trajectory. Like, oh, I disagree. Okay. I think this is an unwanted problem for the whole United hierarchy. I think, like, you guys just came off, like, a huge win against Fulham. A game you guys probably, like, had no right winning. But, like, most good teams do, you guys found a way, right? And, yeah, now the entire spotlight goes from United um, winning it late on the final game before the World Cup break. Ganacho gets his moment in glory and then literally like 12 hours later like none of it matters and it's all about and it's precisely the point you said United are on the up right but people like myself we are reminded about how shit you guys have been the last few years we're reminded about how the Glazers don't care about the club we're reminded about jacuzzis and whatnot okay so but yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I'm going to do a, like a little bit of a BK thing. I'm going to actually say that from the business perspective and running of the club, this is mm-hmm. great. It's good. It's actually like, so, okay, having you, uh, Ronaldo stay at the club is um, is actually not great business-wise. So you have this guy on your bench taking 500k a week. Yes, mm-hmm. you money's not the biggest issue for United. But I'm sure if you could get that off your books, that would be great. So what happened, what a lot of people have been saying, and, and I can't confirm this, and hopefully what we hear in the, um, in sort of like the interview with Piers Morgan is we get a little bit more clarity on this. But from what I can kind of deduce about what happened during the window leading up to this season is that Ronaldo actually wanted to leave. And they were saying that uh, United wanted him to stay, didn't want to sell him. But there is also the flip side, which was, what a lot of people, especially um, pundits like Jamie Carragher have been alluding to, is that Ronaldo had nowhere to go because no club wanted him because of the his, his wages, as well as the fact that he is uh, the age that he is at 36 years old. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, it's like, okay, we have him still on a contract. It's not that we only we extended him this year just to keep him. He was on a two-year, so he was going to sp- stay this year anyways, unless we could sell him. No one wants to pay... Uh, his transfer fee plus um, so that means he wasn't going to go on a free yeah. yeah you still have yeah, to pay yeah, a transfer yeah, yeah. fee yeah. plus yeah. his wages so yeah. from a business perspective yes uh, from a PR perspective they would say yes of course we want to keep him the other option was that actually no one wants to buy him so Ronaldo is turning out to be more of a liability um, can he be an asset yes if he's in good form which he was in pretty good form last season being the top scorer in a struggling United team but was he ever gonna have that same impact this season was unclear but very quickly you could see that he wasn't so in that case from a new manager perspective 
if you're going to be building a team, you wouldn't be using the dead wood in your team. You'll be trying to to see who has the potential to build your club. So that's why he's using players like Garnacho. Mm-hmm. He's he's again trying to rely on younger players like um, Martial. Yes, Martial is a bit of a hot and cold player, but he's definitely younger. He has the potential. You can still give him a contract to keep him at the club if he's doing well. And he's starting to show glimpses of that. Again, hot and cold, so hard to say. But players like Marcus Rashford as well, you know. Um, so... That's these are the players that Eric Ten Hag has been heavily relying on, and he's trying to to kind of like wane off um using Ronaldo unless he has to or for squad rotation. So Ronaldo has now become literally a squad player, uh, in Ten Hag's uh, system. So with that in mind, I would think from a perspective of United, this is great. You 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 get someone who definitely wants to leave has given you every reason to move him off your books and so in January I would see Ronaldo leaving which is what he wants uh, could be what United want as well the only thing now that they have to deal with is this PR but um, do you do you think storm. they just tear up his contract or what because the only way I see him signing for another club and like that, we've had this same issue in the summer right like there's no club profile that really needs a forward in Ronaldo's mould right now I think um, what they will do is uh, they, they will just have to accept that they probably can't get the fee that they want for him and that he will also have to know that at this point he probably has to bring down his wages a little bit but I would see them not tearing up his contract actually um, but just do they just put him in like putting up a giant like fire sale <laughs> in January him Ronaldo all Ronaldo Jr. must go <laughs> <laughs> yeah he may he may be in the reserves I mean uh, I can dude, see him just in the might, reserves all the way they might just tell him to go like Take a take a hike and just really like just run chill his out until out. January. Yeah. yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, I mean that would be the ultimate like middle finger to them. No, I think uh, I think that I mean, wouldn't to, be to Ronaldo. Yeah, I think I think they would try to ship him off in January because they may still be able to recoup like five mil, ten mil. It's it's, it's also having him around is like bad vibes, right? If you yeah, see, it like, is, the, and the and you the... never know if he's gonna keep on doing this, you know. <laughs> so you may want to get him out asap. Um. So. The World Cup's gonna run all the way to like the end of like mid or the end of December, so it's yeah. just in just in time. He probably won't come back and play for United anymore anyway. So, the timing is great. He'll just oh, he's doing a, he's, he's gonna doing come back, Tevez, bro, and he's, he's gonna he's hit off coming back to Old Trafford. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So just come back, pick up your things, and go. Yeah. Uh. One one final thing before we move on, right? Um. I wanna ask. I guess everyone once again, do you all feel Ronaldo had ever had a shot at actually like? being a mainstay in Ted Hag's side looking back now in hindsight do you think he was ever in Ted Hag's plans I think no because mm. before his injury I think Martial kind of stick his claim as the striker that fits it, that it's in Ten Hag's plans because he did really well in the preseason and it was just you know bad luck so it's purely he... based on preseason is it yeah, I think it was because right. I don't remember Ronaldo being unfit or what. It's just that his but Ronaldo wasn't around for the preseason. Was oh yeah, I think his family. Was yeah, yeah, correct, yes. correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a big reason as to why he feels disrespected. Like he mm. he went on record to say that they like almost didn't believe him. I don't know how true that is, but I really think the preseason is what kickstarted this whole shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like it's. It's weird, man. We have Arsenal top of the table. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, freaking 
Liverpool and Chelsea in the mud. We have Ronaldo causing a ruckus after like he signed last season and it was the best thing since sliced bread. So we're kind of in like the twilight zone of, of football, man. We have a freaking World Cup in December. Would we say <laughs> Liverpool are in the mud? Okay, it's just jumping the gun. I mean, we're like we're like sixth, <laughs> <laughs> which is just I like one one position below. You know, United, you know all those Instagram posts where they season. ask where they ask fans if you can see your club. Like this weekend was the first time I could see Liverpool <laughs> like all year, and you're so, all up at six. I mean, like I'll take a result. I'll take any good result now, but it's kind of a twilight zone season right now. But um, yeah, man, the the Ronaldo stuff. I think I think the biggest. Um, loser I guess From that whole saga Right now at least Is Garnacho Because He has the moment Of his career Then he finds out His idol Allegedly Unfollowed him On Instagram What? Which would be what? Very petty If it's true like, I don't know Wait like wait wait are, Ronaldo Unfollowed Garnacho the, the rumor is that Ronaldo unfollowed Garnacho Because he did A messy celebration I don't know Like it's Ronaldo Anything is possible Um, Jeez but it's tough man Like you have your like Moment You have the moment of your career And like instantly Like no one gives a shit And Yeah Hopefully like For, for his sake And for United fans sake He's not just another Makeda And he can kick on But um, I don't know Like I was actually gonna like, I, I was trying to think of a segue for this But Yeah I think we can talk about that Like Garnacho right Is he mm. I think that's very interesting Because It's It coincide so well with like the decline of Ronaldo and then the rise of the Knicks superstar in the in the fact this young But that's dangerous man You're putting it's, all it's this dangerous, pressure on yeah, this kid it yeah. is. so let's just not throw him the seventh straight away when oh Ronaldo leaves. Seventy seven right <laughs> yeah. into it. But I mean um just to jump on the Garnacho hype train, uh this you guy just to is jump the gun natural. Exactly. Jump the garn. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, if if I can be very candid, I feel like he's really what I was hoping Sancho would be, um, mm. and in in the fact Bruh. that <laughs> I mean I don't want to start. This is going to become a whole United it, it, podcast if we just kind of reminds this. me of um, <laughs> this app. Do do you remember Ednan Yanzai? <laughs> yes. Oh uh, yeah, bro. Of course I do. How could we? He's forget? going to the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. Is no Makeda going to the World Cup tonight? I'm just saying. Bro, I don't think Makeda is playing football anymore. He, he, I think he is. I mean, then again, Makeda was like eight, like he was like twenty in like two thousand eight. So, yeah, true, probably like on the on the way out. Uh, yeah, yeah. No wait, this is giving you like uh flashbacks of, literally last season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, uh, but Garnacho is it's it's again um one of those things where you look at how much we spent on other kind of tricky. Wingers in like Anthony, that was like a hundred mil there. Um, what was it like sixty mil on Sancho, and then there's this guy which you paid nothing for, and mm. he's like, he's the one doing the bits. He's the one with like the the skills, and I mean they all have skills, but like he's the one doing like everything. Skills take on the end goals, product, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean yeah. Anthony's got a few. Let's not. I think that it's fair to give it to him at the beginning he w- mm-hmm. he was in pretty good form i won't say red hot it's like a, a goal a game's really good until uh, his his fidget spinner move and then he's been out for a while <laughs> uh, but sancho is again uh just like his first season uh hot and cold 
he has his moments and then he kind of like really fades off for a while. Quick, quickly on Sancho, right? Do you think the disappointment at missing the World Cup is going to spur him on or is this the start of like... Isn't this the same thing? Like he missed the Euros and then you thought no, that no, would he, spur he him on. No, no, he was at the Euros. He missed oh, the, right, right, he, right. Did miss, he did miss he, at, he the at the Euros. He was at the Euros but he was like on the bench the most of it. I think he only yeah. played like... Oh, I think we could count how many minutes he was he a had. bit part player for sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was but I mean, a, dude, yeah. like going from the bench to like now completely missing out, like. Yeah, but but that's because like there are other players who who are more sure. deserving, right? I mean, he'll be the first one to admit he doesn't deserve to be on that plane. But I, think I don't know where. If, like, if we had looked at the very first few games of this season, you would have said like he had the potential, and I think this was supposed to be his season again. But now he's starting to look like potential boy. Which is like yeah. again, he's still young. Mm. Or, uh, we think that he's he's a bit older than he is, but that's because he's been playing for quite a while at Dortmund at that level, um, a pretty high level for the Bundesliga, I would say, which warranted his move to United. But, um, where he is right now in his past form uh, over the last two seasons, I would say he's he's not as exciting as as Garnacho as a prospect. So, um, I'm excited for Garnacho. Uh, and I think that he does have a little bit more to give than even players like Ilanga. Um, not to put any player in the mud, but I think he has that 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 a uh, higher ceiling. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, is he the real deal? It's really too early to say. This is only like his second start or third For start. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's definitely showing the kind of. Um, his, the ability is there. I it's mean, quite clear to like see. that those wing spots are for grabs, man. Like Ten Hag is only like four months into his United, the United job four or five months so he's still figuring out his best 11 like if Garnacho can put on like a string of good performances right and just show that tenacity like he'll, he'll stick he'll stick around and I think I mean that's what you think but actually I'm starting to feel like he, uh, like he could be the new bald fraud in the sense that <laughs> he could do his own sort of like hag roulette <laughs> yeah for sure but I think it's up to the kid to just keep his like head on his shoulders and just you know work hard not for be sure, too for like sure. you know not believe his own hype that's why that's why your like your immediate team and your family are so important right but um yeah man uh i think we should move on from united uh i don't know i kind of wish the whole interview came out but we're gonna have to only speculate at this point and Part i don't two know next week <laughs> yeah perhaps Maybe. we can we can do like a hard hitting old troops or something but um talking about hard hitting old troops right uh, my man has been missing for a while, Sash, but he's back. And we got to talk Chelsea right now. Uh, I, I feel like we haven't talked about Chelsea in a while, particularly because Sash hasn't been around. But um, have you been watching? I know you watched the Arsenal Chelsea game, but did you catch uh, Newcastle Chelsea this weekend? As in, just a quick uh, referral back to your point. Do you know what else has been missing? Chelsea getting W's. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> It's you guys make no us no look it good. it has nothing to do with uh, me being missing if you if yeah. the listeners are wondering <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I just been busy with life la. Um I mean like like it had a little <laughs> bit to do with nah, 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 <laughs> it's okay bro <laughs> it's okay uh but man like I haven't been watching the like majority of Chelsea games until mm. recently mm-hmm. and I don't know what I'm watching bro like I'm hoping you can shed some light on it because depressing football. I yeah. mean, I think that that was a little bit of a like, low blow as well. Like, but like, when when Graham Potter signed, right? I knew that this was there was a spell of this. 
you know, uh, upcoming for us. Yeah, we had a good run. You know, we beat Milan twice. He kind of revived our uh, Champions League group stage uh, hopes because at one point of time we were a like at the Dynamo bottom. Beat you guys. Yeah, we were beaten by Dinamo. We drew with Salzburg, and then you know everyone was quaking in their boots because we didn't know what Milan would do to us. But you know, fair play to Graham Potter. He came in, uh, kind of steered the ship well. We had a good run of results, and you know, just just when um everything was all. Uh, green and rosy, you know. Rhys James got injured, and mm. I think one of the main problems, right, with this Chelsea squad is we are too top heavy in terms of we have too many attackers, man. When uh, Sterling was signed, I I was happy with the the signing, but then again, I look at the squad, right. What we needed was adequate cover for you know at the point of time the the two fullbacks because we only had Chilwell as well as uh Rhys James. And then Cucurella was signed, but it was under Thomas Tuchel, I think. And then I looked at mean, it. Think it was. It, it was, was right. Thomas yeah, it was under Tuchel. Because <laughs> Graham Potter, he he didn't he, he couldn't sign anyone because he took over Thomas Tuchel when ultimately the the summer window was closed. So mm. uh, that was right before he got canned. And then I I was looking at the the defense as well. Yeah, Thiago Silva is still our best defender at his age, but right now, I don't know. We we're still missing that replacement from Rudiger. I don't know what's up with with Cody Bali. When he when he signed, right, I was really excited for him as well. But I'm not sure if he's just not fit enough for the Premier League at this point of time because I I don't care like where how how good you are. Like if you come Back from a different day, league, yeah. right. You come from a different yeah. league, straight into the Premier League, you do need some time to adjust to it. Unless you are called Erling Haaland, of course. Um, yeah, the, the midfield, right? Like, I I do get why people think on paper our midfield is good, but Kovacic and Jorginho, right? Aging. It's not just that. Like, Kovacic is really injury-prone, as well as... um. And Golo Kante as well. Yeah. yeah, like, as much as I love Kante, right, I think his time in the Premier League is, is done. Like, there's no point of having a player of Kante's caliber if he's always not available to play. Like, it's mm-hmm. th- there's really no point in it. And it, it's just from the top from the top down, right, in terms of the squad, it's it's just really unbalanced. Like, the, the most recent game against Newcastle, right, the the, that the front, front three, three bro, that front three was shocking. no that no that that front three, like the moment I saw that lineup, I knew that Porter was just trying to not lose the game because there's there's no whiff at all. Like what what a good manager. <laughs> I think that's the kind of the, the basics, right? You try not to lose the game. I okay, I'm just joking. I, I think I get what I, you're saying. Yeah, but then again, I think it's it's really similar to how I think BK felt at the start with with Arteta, right? Like. We were all talking about oh what 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 was Ateta doing? Why is he like allowing his team to face thirty nine shots in a game against what Watford? Why is he always passing the ball to the left? Like the game plan is so predictable. Mm-hmm. And then you see um many many fans were calling for his hit, if I'm not wrong. Like even uh AFTV. I'm not saying that AFTV is like the spokesperson the of yeah. of the fans, right? But they were really divisive. Like everyone was like Ateta in, and then after that, 
they were Arteta out. So they I mean, kind even, of even last season when they offered him the extension before they secured top four, everyone mm. was going like, what like are you why? Doing, right? Like, what, yeah. what has he done to show mm, yeah. that he deserved that like what back-to-back yeah. eight place? And I really kind of do feel that um, what like what you say about the Crown case might be, oh, they don't invest and it's because of not investing. That was the reason why they didn't get rid of Arteta because they would cost like sacking him will cost them like a huge sum of money but as you can see right now right they are at top of the table five points away from second place uh, Manchester City and they do have a, f- uh, a clear idea like, or rather a clear philosophy on how to play and really like back to I mean if I go two games back right when we played Chelsea uh, sorry when we played Arsenal at Stamford Bridge I could clearly see that the difference in the two teams, right? It's it's just simply down to one team knowing what to do, because they were so well drilled. They have been coached the same way for the past four years. Everyone knows what they need to do, at what uh at at every single uh you know basically Arsenal had a game plan, and they know how to execute it well. Whereas Chelsea, and they you could tell that they the just personnel to do it. Yeah, they're just a, a team way. of individuals. Yeah. And all the naysayers that want Graham Potter out, right? And they want... The, the weirdest thing is they want Tuchel back in. And I'm, I'm just scratching my head and thinking to myself, yeah, Tuchel might have won us, like, the second Champions League. But has the po- football already progressed, you know, after after that Champions League win? I feel that Chelsea right now, right? We are a club that builds a lot on short-term success. But with this short-term success, right... It, it won't last which is the reason why right now we're kind of facing like long term pain and I think that pain is gonna <laughs> it's gonna prolong even longer like like um we're gonna have to eat humble pie for the it's next it's crazy bro like seasons. I look at your lineup right I look at your team we still have players from the Maurizio Sari era dude from the Moreno second coming yeah, era yeah it's, it's, it's mad like the one dude, thing the Arteta, recruitment I guess, yeah the, the recruitment is bad the recruitment at the start, it's it's all wrong because I mean you talked no about you talked about the squad being imbalanced and top heavy, right? If you mm-hmm. look at how much you guys spent in the summer, that's that's unacceptable. Like mm-hmm. I think you'll be the first to admit it. It's yeah. Like on paper, the signings looked exciting, they looked interesting, but I would argue that Kulibali, like you mentioned, has not um, kicked on. Kukurella has been embarrassed the last mm-hmm. two games. Uh, he looks like a shadow of what we saw at Brighton and he does not look like an adequate replacement for Chilwell at the moment mm-hmm. um, no one was signed knowing Reese James's sort of like injury like history Sterling yeah. doesn't know what the hell he's doing and to his like I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to throw Sterling under the bus because he's been playing like pretty much five different positions since he joined but yeah it's it's where do you turn to it's just season after season like the, the, the recruitment has been so poor yeah, I think um, I think right uh, now uh, Graham Porter, right? Like, he has a really difficult job because he needs to shift out the players. Knowing knowing Chelsea's history with managers, I'm just I know I'm it's just a different hoping, regime, but yeah, I'm just hoping that you know Todd Bowley sticks to his guns because he's he's not gonna shell out twenty million to pay for a manager, right? And then to sack him after like what? That would be like, like that would that Bizarro would, land and if he went back to Tuchel and paid another 30 million like yeah, that, I, that's some Twilight Zone shit man. 
As in, uh, Boli has I'm stick with guns. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm just going to share like my opinion because like I I see where Sh- Sash comes from in the point of like, uh like it was similar to like Arsenal one season or like two seasons ago. It's like that shambolic area that it's like transition FC, right? We use this term so much, and mm. it, and it is the fact that it is. But on this note, like I saw the match as well on the Arsenal Chelsea match, and dude Potter doesn't really know how to utilize his men as well, like. You've been on this like What is Sterling doing At that wing back mm-hmm. position Like He tried it for so many matches really. He's not the guy to do it So Switch up your formation Or do something else I, I, I think a lot of players Are being underutilized Also apart from the fact that Like what Sash mentioned earlier That like Some of them are not fighting enough Or like They're injury prone They're not Good enough I, I agree with that On that point But He himself is not playing his men to the best positions that they are supposed to be playing at, which is very confusing. I think that's for one the of the biggest criticisms that have been leveled towards Potter. Like a lot of people feel that, um, yes, you have the argument that you know he's just thrown thrust into a club, right? Like he has to pretty much learn everything on the fly. But once again, in many ways, Tuchel, like his shadow is looming over, right? Like because Tuchel, as we remember. When he first joined Chelsea, there was like an immediate almost impact. And I'm not even talking about the UCL win. It's just like you could yeah, see yeah, that yeah, certain no, which players... Is, yeah, which is the reason why I said I, I was very against Tuchel because I know that in the short term, yeah, def- like even mm, he, he did, the, yeah, he did yeah. show it. He did show it in terms of a UCL win and for sure, for sure. Uh, many, many cup finals. But like I said before, this is short-term success, but this brings long-term pain. And this is mm. the reason why we couldn't continue with Tuchel before because people seem to be... I mean, recency bias is a thing, right? Like, people seem to forget that we've lost 3-0 to Leeds, we've lost 2-1 to Southampton, yep. we barely beat Arsenal, even when Tuchel was at the helm in, in his, air quotes, golden era of, of Chelsea's reign. I think people are just... People just... They, they have tunnel vision, whereas sure, I wouldn't say sure. that I, I am like an oracle, but I could see... I could predict this from like, what? Even before he joined, I could see that this this was going to happen, man. Like the signings that he made were very short term, short term stints. Like he he is a manager similar to Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo similar to Conte <laughs> and uh, Mourinho. He is there to for for a short time, not a long time. Mm. Whereas Graham Potter, you could see like even the Brighton fans, right? Like the first two years of Potter's reign, they were questioning him, like. Why that is Gross why, why is Gross playing like in that position when he should be playing in that position? Why is McAllister playing as a central defensive midfielder? But, but I think in many ways it's because it's Chelsea, man. Like Yeah, you have more it's, more it's really live by the sword, die by the sword because mm-hmm. Potter is such an un Chelsea appointment. Like the two of the names you rattled off, uh Conte and Mourinho, right? You guys literally hired them for that exact reason. Yep. For like short term mm-hmm. success, so I have no doubts if Abramovich was still at the helm, I would be very worried for Potter right now. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because the marquee signings aren't kicking on um, like the fans would like. But yeah, I, I think it's a real tough one for him. And if, if he comes through this, it will really be um, a big testament of his character because like he's, he's swimming with the sharks now, man. Any wrong move he makes, people are going to jump on him like, just like that it reminds me a bit of Nuno at Spurs where I I think Nuno at Spurs is a bit different in the sense that he was never their first choice 
So he was always going to be on the chopping block from day one. But with Potter, like, it's been... I think fans really wanted him to come in, yourself included. I think Bowley rates him very highly, but... Um, he's going to have to make this one month really pay off, man. Because they're going to want Chelsea to hit the ground running when the season resumes. Yeah, and I also uh, think the reason why we have been looking so lackluster is because this World Cup in December doesn't really help. Like, players aren't really putting in, like, the 100 percent or even as I've witnessed from certain players in the Chelsea squad they're not even playing like to 70-80% because of they the just players? right now I would yeah. say Kovacic man like you guys know how much I rave like how much I rate Kovacic like, like but I don't know he, he doesn't seem to be giving his all like Croatia number one bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah and playing Loftus-Cheek as right wing back I don't know it's just he he does a job there, but he I would much rather him be somewhere in the middle of the park. Um, I don't know I don't know why Sterling got dropped, but he hasn't really been like the Sterling over. I know that playing in a Manchester City side that creates uh, many chances for you, compared to this Chelsea side, which is just out of sorts. Like no one really knows what they're doing right now. It's a it's a it's a really difficult to just lay on Sterling, but like, come on, man! Like Sterling playing at right wing back should should never exactly. be something that, experimental. That's, that's why just, I've been yeah. less critical of him because there's only so much he can do, right? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a real tricky one for for Chelsea as a club and for, we're, we're for just, Graham Potter. Yeah, we're just a team of misfits. Uh. It's just something that I can just put my it's, finger it's on crazy, right now. And how yeah. fast things change, right? <laughs> It's like really who knows crazy. like after the World Cup we could go on a seven game winning streak yeah. and everyone would start sucking on Potter Potter is like the second coming of Christ right yeah, yeah. I'm just it gonna it'll take, take Potter to do that like mm. that's what he's not doing right now right yeah. which is the uh, issue for every manager you I think to, you have to string together the wins yeah mm. it's, I don't know but um, maybe Potter has to go back to the basics and it's, it's really a good thing that um, we have this uh, break in between uh, the Premier League as well uh, on towards the, the World Cup because I don't think uh, Potter would survive if he continues getting like two or three more it's losses a hard on the bounce. Sell. Yeah. It's not yeah. just the way, it's not just the defeats, it's the way you guys are losing. Um, and Pretty the break allows, mm-hmm. yeah, the break allows guys like Reese James to come back who is, yeah. week by week, he just looks so, he looks like an even better player just because of how much you guys miss him. Dude, we really are Reese James FC, man. Like, we, we need we need someone adequate to cover him. Like, I don't, I don't mind getting Lamptey back, man, from Brighton because Aspie, like, I love the guy but he no longer has the legs to play wingback. Loftus-Cheek, I Not think he's back. much better in midfield and Sterling, dear God, I Not don't ever want back. to see that again. <laughs> Yeah, like like you say, we have Pulisic and wingback. Yeah, like like no man, but yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, like like before I end up the segment, I'm just quite amazed mm. by you know the stupidity that certain fans, I mean certain Chelsea fans, has been oh, showing bro, via yeah, like football fans, social media. Breed. Yeah, it's just yeah, a man. cesspool, man. Especially Twitter. Like I I don't really understand like their thought process. I like, guarantee you, half of those comments aren't even Chelsea fans. <laughs> Probably know, like man. Barcelona so fans or something. <laughs> Like if uh, if Bowley sticks to his guns and give gives like Potter time and like the money he needs to get 
the players that he wants and dear god just just Potter hasn't even had like a f- a freaking preseason with with this bunch man like mm. people underestimate the importance of preseason because imagine like just taking over Tuko man like a guy who plays really dull defensive football and you're trying to change the mentality of these players to play expensive possession with um patterns of play it's going to take time and this recent run of results right it's it really coincides with you know like us playing like the, the tougher teams from from Brentford all the way down to an inform Newcastle so yeah as in to to any Chelsea fans that uh, are listening right now just we just got to tough this one out man like got to eat it. humble pie for, say the thing. for this say the thing say the thing <laughs> <laughs> say the thing and I mean we're just going to have to 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 write this one out guys like just going to trust the process hey okay uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your words with man, that, mine. <laughs> with um, we're gonna be moving on to the uh, top two in the table right now. Uh, Arsenal and Man City, who had very contrasting results this weekend. Um, we're gonna keep, we're gonna talk about Arsenal first. Um, just keep they just keep the like seem to be like rolling on, man. Momentum keeps going every time. Okay, Wolves arguably like the one team you want to play right now. So, but you still gotta win the games. Um. BK, like, are, are you pinching yourself? Can you quite believe that you guys are going to be five points clear at Christmas? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like we all said before this pod, like, tell tell me that Arsenal is going to be at the start uh, five points clear for Christmas. Like, no one believed it. Uh, if you told me that when Lukaku was bullying Pablo Mari last season. Pablo who? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he did, he did I just mean, get stabbed. Man, don't so stab him in yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go give the man a break. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's yeah, fine. why, why um, are you gonna stab him again, man? <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 I'm just, I'm just saying how it is, bro. Uh, sorry, BK, I, I forgot. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I lost my train of thought as well. But no, but uh, <laughs> actually, prior, pr- prior to this, uh, uh, after the weekend's game, right? Like everyone was like, this whole social media was like, can't believe Arsenal is like five points clear top of the table Christmas like this rarely happens um we'll, we'll go to the city game in a while which also took me by I don't know what happened uh but we'll get there uh but you know it, it's happened. great I I honestly like did not believe that we'll be top of the table there are parts of me that think that like this title challenge is game on I I went from you oh it certainly is Winner to UEFA is. qualifier and now I think like title challenge. You guys aren't, is a you guys aren't favorites. Like don't get me wrong, but it's uh, you, I mean to say that a team isn't in the race when they're five clear at Christmas. Like that's just that's yeah, just I hating, know it's man. just yeah. it's crazy to see that we are actually challenging for the title. Although I think in Ateta's mindset, it's probably not still. Like I think. Oh no! Uh, he he. He'll he'll do his best to keep a poker face, but behind the scenes, I mean, I, if yeah, the Amazon documentary was this season, like, bro, he'd be like, he'd be the first to tell them to calm down. But at the same time, your expectations. Who, who, who wouldn't dream of winning, right? Sorry, like, who wouldn't win? Who wouldn't dream of winning? I mean, yeah, league, like, like if if you are top and five points clear and you don't believe, then you're doing a disservice to yourself. Or you're like pretty much just saying like, go on, city, like go do it, but. Like I said, you guys will face adversity. It's bound to happen. So it's really how Arsenal get through that rough patch. Because there will yeah. be a rough patch. 
Yeah, and it's like January. You know, like coming back from the World Cup, it's gonna be bottleneck season. So oh, for sure. Yeah, I think I, like I think City play Liverpool like the day after the World Cup. Like I don't know how the hell that's gonna work, but so you just need Portugal to be in the finals, uh, and then like everyone won't come back. Cancelo, Ruben Diaz, oh. <laughs> like all three. Will, uh, who who's the other one? Uh. Who who's the D- Rodri? Yeah, no, Rodri is Sp- Spanish. Spanish or? Yeah. Oh, Bernardo, yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Bernardo. Oh yeah, right. Bernardo. Yeah. So yeah, three three of them out. They'll do you wonders. Like, do yeah. I really want Portugal in the final so that we? Might yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We do want Portugal, and yeah, well, I just want to see a sweet celebration at the end of, of that. Yeah. yeah, it has to be that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's great seeing Arsenal at the top. Um, but I think really more importantly, right. Was that Man City's match like Arsenal winning Wolves? Like what is it? Wolves. For I mean, it happens, bro. But I, I mean, mean, City did pretty much what they did the week before against Fulham, but this time they got burnt. Bro, like, it just was... happens, man. I don't <laughs> think it's it's like they'll be fine. They'll I they'll take it I, on I, the I chin, s- but yeah, I it s- happens. <laughs> I swear that City game like ruined uh, Lionel's weekend. Like, I swear we were texting the group right, and then we were like. I thought Lionel was not replying me because he was like devastated. No lies. I think he was at Guns N' Roses, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. He's like, and then <laughs> he, he replied the so, he replied so candidly like, hey guys, what happened? I was, uh, I was at the concert with my bro, right? Right, yeah, Lionel. Yeah. <laughs> I think I and just like, like, you guys got Yeah, and then all of you guys just went out, you guys got Tony and like, yeah. I was like, don't, just off your phone, enjoy your after concert high, like, don't, don't look at, don't look at anything. And then he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and I, don't think I mean like dude with... It happened to me like Two weeks ago It leads right You chase the game You forget to defend And you get hit On the counter attack And then one point Turns to zero Happens But 98 minute. But Lino's theory on He blames Southgate right, On this Lino yeah, elaborate Yeah man Like uh, Okay cause as in, in, hi- in hindsight I'm so thankful that You know The Like I, I missed the game Because uh, me and my bro were like enjoying the broken like, TV. Like we were having good vibes at the concert, but like when after I I I uh, because I because of how crowded it was at the concert, right? I I switched off my my mobile data, so when good call, good call. yeah, so so after after I left the concert the concert area, right? When I switched on my data my mobile data, well, I was flooded with, I was flooded with so many texts from from random from people right saying that like random people you get yes. a guy from the concert <laughs> like, no, no it's like then they were like hey hey bro what happens ah then I was like huh what's going on so I went to just check immediately did just Cancelo so, get sent off so fast score and then I was like two one and then when I went to check like the rundown of um the goals and stuff right I saw even Tony ninety eight hmm. I was like what you gotta be kidding me but like yeah like like what. BK said, right? Yeah, I, I have to blame Southgate for this, man. Because because I, I think I, I think a couple of weeks ago, right? Um, he kind of pro- promised Ivan Tony that, you know, you are my guy at the World Cup. Did he actually say that? Yeah, yeah. He said, you know, he included oh him. Oh my God. He inclu- he included, I think he included, him in, yeah. he included him in his, like, I think 50-something men squad. Of course, from there, that's... Yeah, of course, yeah, from... Short list, Yeah, of course, from there, then they were cut down. Yeah, but yeah. I think he kind of, like, I think behind the scenes, right? He kind of gave even Tony like, the the I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the seal of approval that okay, yeah. I think you are gonna be my guy, even though you are in the bench, right? But I want you to go to the World Cup, cause because the way Tony plays is honestly, although not competitively at that level, but him he does have like a glimpses of Harry Kane in him, the way he plays. 
So like, yeah. I think, you know, grooming for the future, Tony actually could be a very good fit for, a very good fit as a replacement for Kane. But, you know, when we saw the lineups, okay, as much as Wilson, we know that he has quality, right? But I think if you look at the stats from the very start of the Premier League season, right? I think Tony is actually the third highest goal scorer, if I'm not wrong. La. Tony uh, is also playing in a much weaker Brentford side. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I think the stats alone, right? I think, I think honestly, uh, being b- just behind Kane and uh, a really informed Haaland, right? To be the, the third guy in that list, right? You know, it's, it's, quite, it's quite amazing. La, but apparently, you know, I think Tony must have felt so hurt because like, you know, I, I mean, like, like you say, in a weaker side Bre- like Brentford, I am the third highest goal scorer in the league. I have been putting, like, pulling my weight. But you still pick the guy who, who didn't really play all the games. He was, he's not really that match fit. He's still uh, recovering from illness over me who has been giving so much. So it's like, mm. it's kind of like a huge slap in the face. Especially, you know, yeah. when he, he scored that goal and did that celebration. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. he was kind of like, um, you know, he, I think he feels very hurt lah, but he he kind of wants to send a message out that, you know, I am, I'm not going to be affected by whatever the media says and whatever your decision is. It's the definition of letting thing. your football do the talking, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah man. He's, he, he's kind of like man. trying to, to let Southgate know that you are going to make a mistake for not picking me. Mm. But, I, mm. I mean, apart from um, Tony, right, I, I did uh, watch uh, extended highlights. I did, you could listen to some commentary from um, the City TV, right? Um, I think all in all, you know, uh, it's one of those days where City, like a team has a bad game. I think last season, it was kind of like um, Palace, losing 2-0 to, to, to Palace and getting a red card. Yeah. So I think this was that, that game as well. I, I heard that uh, the entire team didn't show up. I think whether whether it is, yeah, it whether it's because like, they it are, might be they what Sash alluded to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whether yeah, it yeah. is like, they have checked out uh, because the World Cup is coming or whatsoever. I mean, to me, honestly, uh, there is no reason for excuse. La. Like, mm. all the more you should, should, you should kind of pull your weight and, and do the best. But I would say that it was honestly quite a shocker. La. Like, I think most people would have, like, predicted, you know, City to bash Brentford. Oh, I thought Brentford were going to get slapped up. I thought, I thought Fulham yeah, bro, and I Brentford thought, like, were going to get slapped man. up, dude. Yeah, and, and the fact that Haaland is... Like, you know, the entire story adds Fraud. up, right? Like, oh, you know, Haaland is back from injury. Haaland is not going to the World Cup. He's going to play his heart out. And then suddenly, I saw yeah. like 2-1. I was like, I couldn't believe it. La, but um, I think this World look Cup... At, look, at, look at Lionel, guys. <laughs> one defeat and like, it's like the end of the world. <laughs> we deal with this shit on a weekly basis, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, la, but, but, well, but, but I think it, it's, not, it's not the matter of losing because I felt that, you know, when we lost to Liverpool, right? Liverpool did deserve to win. But I think it's more of like, um, losing to Brentford when they are a team that is not really doing that well. It's kind of like... Uh, it's Especially like, away from home, yeah. Yeah, it's like being brought back to reality. Like. It's like a huge reality check for all the players. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, in, a way, in a way, it could be like a blessing, right? You you remind like every every so often your, your star players need to get slapped in the face, right? Like not literally, but... Um, it's just a reminder that like, hey, we're we're Man City, but you know, like if we don't if we walk into games thinking we've already won, then this could happen, you know? Yeah, it's and kinda yeah, it's kind of like a, a slice of reality and yeah, humble pie. And, and it's also like I think playing at home was very similar to Liverpool Leeds. It's like you just forget to defend. You're so because you you guys also did it the the week before, right? You you won it at the death against Fulham, so 
you know, the week later, you're chasing the win again, you throw everyone forward, you get countered, and then, like, a guy like Tony isn't going to miss from, like, six yards, right? So, yeah, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, and um, I don't think it's cause for alarm. I just think it makes, from a neutral, not neutral, but from, like, uh, a non-City fan perspective, it's exciting, lah, because we need to see, like, some vulnerability, right? To give other teams some hope. If not, uh, like, I think five points for Arsenal is... Any other team, five points would be, like, a big gap. But with City, it just feels like marginal breathing room. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We still have the match against City as well. So, you know, that 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 five points can easily... Oh, that five... But having that five points with the game in hand against City... Not the game in hand, but the game against City is huge because yeah. you guys now can sort of afford to lose... Not exactly. that you'll be trying to, but yeah. Can you yeah, imagine if you win and it becomes eight points? Eight that's great, yeah, bro. But, 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 but it's 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 always this kind of things, right? Like yeah, yeah. it's the whole. Like, it's the same like you. Liverpool and City last season or season before. It's like always like these matches are the matches that can turn the tables anytime. Yeah. And then you have a five point lead, and then you're like, how? If it comes back to the end of the season, right? And it's like. It's because of this match that City lost and For it sure. wrecked the whole. Yeah, it 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 could be a. I mean, I mean, like what you guys say, bring back the humble pie thing. It's really everything there is, and you know, we 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 don't know how we're gonna go with this going down. Yeah, I've I've one more question for you, Beaks, before we go to like fraud and boss watch. Seeing yeah. as Arsenal are now five points ahead at the top, right? Do you expect the board to like go? like balls deep in the transfer market I know the team looks pretty balanced right now but I mean let's be real like you, I don't know how many times Arsenal are going to be in a position like this in the next 5 to 10 years so do you think they will perhaps overextend in the market to secure like some players that might give you all the legs to get over the finish line or do you so think a big signing now would disrupt the flow and it's perhaps not in the best interest of the club this is me because I've been playing a lot of FM hey. <laughs> Football Manager 2023. Yes, sir. Uh, but I think I realized the problem with Arsenal that it's not about getting big names, it's about getting squad players, actually. Uh. And I think that's what Arteta might be looking to do. Some might World maybe Cup signing buys? You know what? I, I, I think they won't sign any big names. I think they'll be just looking more to. More squad depth, right? Squad depth yeah. or mid tier, something like a Vieira, a Fabio Vieira kind of thing. Uh, good enough, but like, you know, he'll be okay to be like a squad player or rotational yeah. player kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Building for more of the future, because eventually, I think people like Jaka. I mean, he's one of the oldest players in the squad now, and maybe tie up those contracts. Uh, with, uh, Saliba as well. You know, like th- there's gonna be some wages that will be definitely, that has to be splurged to like you know, uh, make up your team, make back your team as well. And then, like, what is it? I think just squad depth is more important to me. I so feel I think like you guys need some more backup for Martinelli and Saka. Yeah. I think if I, either I, get injured at the World Cup, it, I agree. It's I a agree. Big, Even, big the, Even the Jesus, Jesus things, yeah. you know, uh, I think maybe they'll be like second priority or maybe one of the squad depth signings. But I, I know there are like quite a lot of rumors linking here and there of players that we want to get. But uh, I think actually the most important one would be replacing Pate, in fact. Like getting one more for Thomas Pate in case he goes out on injury again. I think we did miss that guy a lot when he was out 
for other reasons. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good shout. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Premier League, spicy, spicy. We're going to miss it for a month. Um, of course, we'll like, be doing some World Cup stuff. But let's just transition to Fraud Watch and Boss Watch. Um, the final one for a while. Um, who do you guys have? Like, we have a pick. Saka I mean, everyone could just put Ronaldo in, right? No, no, no. That's like the, the low-hanging fruit. Okay, wait. Uh, this, this might be a little bit late, but um, on Fraud Watch, right, I'm, I'm going to go with something, I wouldn't say that it's not football-related because it kind of is, and he kind of made his name doing football commentary, doing a... Uh, oh, oh I wish Cash was here. I'm gonna put uh, <laughs> someone who was sadly my guy, true true Jordy on Fraud Watch. Is there no way back the for him for you? Like Ronaldo? I mean, no if if Logan Paul <laughs> could could resurrect his career after what he did, but I think I'm just I'm comparing apples and oranges here because I think what true Jordy did was way way worse. He kind of slandered a uh, religion. I mean, for the listeners who do not know what we're talking about, just. Uh, YouTube or Google out. Uh, no, no, no. Jordy. You give them views, man. Maybe it's removed already. Is it still there? I oh, know it's still oh, there. Oh, it's the internet, bro. Nothing ever oh, gets removed. Shit. Yeah. Just, just Google or YouTube, YouTube Jordy, and um, whatever sins that he has committed will be revealed to you. If I don't um, think the, I think the mistake it was, a, it was a bad joke. It was in poor taste, but no, but we were. It's more the, having, it's more the apology video that was cringe. Nah, dude. Like you could really tell that. Um, he meant it, is it? You feel like he yeah, really meant it. Yeah, I, f- I right? felt that he, he really meant it because mm. when you... It's ironic because what, what club right? is owned by like Muslims, right? Yeah, what what happened was he had a beef with uh, Andrew Tate and <laughs> he was getting really riled up and emotional and usually when you get to that stage, right, you don't really have a filter. Sure. You just say whatever comes to your head and the to, to rattle that out, right, it kind of shows that this was already at the tip and of the tongue. And he said it twice, bro. Exactly. And After I think Lost did his best to yeah, say yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> Lost tried to like tell him that, oh, oh man, it's it's actually a stereotype. Like what you're saying is a stereotype, but he just continued on with it, man. And I, when, yeah. I, when I watched that clip, I was like, yeah, yeah, bro, it's not a good look, man. And You're done, bro. Yeah. And the apology video, it, it to me, it feels like a, please don't cancel me. Compared to like an actual apology, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was just yeah. bad. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good shout. Yeah. Um, anyone for boss watch to lighten the the mood? Uh, um, you don't need to have one, Sash. If you don't have one for boss watch. Uh no, no, none for mm. me. Uh, I think I have my fraud in boss watch, but my fraud is mixed. But my boss watch well, is like actually Lester. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Danny Ward, coming right? back from the ashes. Danny Ward and Brendan Rodgers. I mean the whole squad as a whole. Like, it's good to see them uh, getting some James wins. Madison. Bro, James Madison got called up, man. Yeah, But did he get injured? I saw you. He yeah, actually, I, I didn't read anything about that. Wait, as in about him getting injured? No, no, no. As in like uh, whether he's going to come back from the injury quick. or I, 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 I haven't heard anything, any bad news. So I'm just going to assume that it's not as serious as fear. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, for my fraud watch, I have uh both West Ham and Everton. Uh, <laughs> definitely caught that Sakamanka one. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I told you guys. Sakamanka. <laughs> 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 told you guys. 
uh, and Everton man like <laughs> I, I remember like did they just won or something uh, no they got spanked 4-1 in the league cup by Brent, by Bournemouth so I think they are, they're the aggregate of 7-1 to Bournemouth I, I swear there was like some revival moment for Iwobi or something and then like next thing you know it's like 3 I matches mean, down I mean Iwobi there's only so much he can do and sh- Speaking of Iwobi, right, I feel so bad for him. Like, he, he went over to the fans after the game and, like, apologized and gave his shirt and they threw his shirt back <laughs> at him. Oh, yeah, right, right, wow. right. And he's, he's man, been, like, their best player, bro. That's just disrespect. Everton fans, man. Just yeah. different kind of breed. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those are my shouts. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, Nate's going to throw Ronaldo in. Nah, I don't want to do that. I think that's too obvious. Someone else can do okay. that. I'm, I'm going to... Go for the other low hanging fruit and and pick uh fraud watch. Max Verstappen. Southgate. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Southgate. Oh I right, think right, 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 right. He's uh. I mean, there's so much in the news right now about all his of the. I mean, the list of players that he didn't take. Players like Abraham and Tamori and like the the Italian tax on them and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I think he definitely has a. It's not uh, just who favorites. he didn't take. It's who he took. Like Harry <laughs> Maguire <laughs> Maguire and Dyer bro Like what And Phillips I mean he's just going with people He's comfortable with Whether they're on Phillips hasn't kicked the ball This season Exactly yeah, yeah, Exactly yeah. He's just picking his favourites yeah, And man. people that he He wants to be in the trenches with Even if they're really like injured You know So uh, Yeah that's, that's just proper fraud I think it's not fair Especially for the players Who have been working Extra hard In the World Cup a uh, year to to try to get a, a place in the team and they don't get a look in so yeah mm-hmm. fair play um Lionel you're up mm, I think since we I think since we are we are shifting over from the Premier League to uh, <laughs> the World Cup right I think I, I, wa- I want to call up someone who deserves to be on the boss watch lah. I think he to me I think this person is like the the pl- one of the player of the season so far and I I I think he will definitely do well in the England squad lah. So I'm going to say Trippier. Like mm. I think um this guy has been like uh this guy has really changed how Newcastle uh looks especially not just in a defensive aspect but in an offensive aspect. I think s- some people quote unquote actually say that Currently, uh, Trippier is like this season's like Trent Alexander Arnold, which honestly, stats wise, right? Trent wishes he was Trent. Yeah, uh, that's not a very <laughs> good comparison. I feel yeah. bad because when Trippier signed for Newcastle, right, everyone was sort of saying he like just he just wanted like a retirement home, like he just was going there for the paycheck. Cause remember at the time Newcastle were like in the relegation zone, right, mm-hmm. and like leaving Atletico for Newcastle. So yeah, do I do have to eat my words? He's been outstanding this season. <laughs> he's been outstanding. Yeah, I okay. think no one could have seen what oh, the impact that he's had and mm-hmm. and where Newcastle is right now. No one could have, could have maybe seen Cash that. Cash did. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but Cash it, was yeah. hoping for a European yeah, yeah, place, yeah, yeah. but like it's yeah. really looking likely now. Yeah, no, but when when I refer him to like he he's currently like on the same level as Trent, as in I remember I meant like Trent. Yeah, I mean I I meant I meant Trent like trend of like last Assist- season yeah. <laughs> two, se- two seasons ago yeah but he honestly he looks like a really really uh, solid defender um, so ho- hopefully he's in Southgate's first 11 and I think he will be oh a I think I think yeah. he, no, no doubt with the back 5 it was yeah. Walker uh, Walker right CB and Trippier right back 
It's Southgate, man. Yeah, but Nothing you're is right. No it doubt. is Southgate. Yeah, it is Southgate, man. And imagine if Newcastle splash the cash. We talk about Arsenal reinvesting, right? I have no doubt Newcastle are going to go dip into their pockets again. Mm. Because there's mm. certainly areas they can improve on. So, man, if, if they are definitely the form side. And much like how Chelsea were hoping the break was a, was a good thing for the likes of Chelsea and Liverpool, right? Um, probably not the best timing for Newcastle, but they'll be fine. They are like what, yeah. third now, I think. Um, yeah, good shout, good shout. Um, for myself, I'm going with Danny Ings and Unai Emery. I think many people are writing Danny Ings's um, obituary when he didn't start against Man United, um, because I think Unai sort of he he played what Buendia. Bailey and Watkins, right? So I think many people saw that as Ings being the odd man out. But he came in against Brighton and did the businessman two goals, uh, two wins on the bounce for Unai Emery. Um, Villa on the up. I think Villa have massive potential in this squad. The the owners also have shown that they are not afraid to spend. So I think they could be a fun team to watch for the rest of the season. Um, Unless Unai just really goes back to like that. Straight up defensive <laughs> ass football. I think he's like changed it up a little bit, um, and I think a lot of Spurs fans are probably gonna be pissed at us if we don't mention Bentanko. Who I don't know what is up bro, with the clutch. Spurs midfielders. Like clutch, him and Hoybier just decide like they want to score goals this season. So yeah, man. I don't really have someone for fraud watch. Like, I think probably Cucurella man like I've watched three games from Chelsea and he's Aww. been poor in all of them so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and I've seen how good he can be last season so I, I don't know man he needs to sort it out um, yeah man I think that that, that covers it right yeah yeah yep, yep, yep. man I think we should mention like probably our next episode would be something that's all you guys different. man unless we do a pre-record because I'm gonna be protecting the country Mm. Again mm. This year mm-hmm. Don't ask you why I'm going back twice in a year um, We're going to be just doing Some World Cup la. stuff la, No How about doubt you World Cup stuff go. Huh? Just not How go How about you just not go Yeah Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll talk MC We'll, O'Neal. we'll fix it in post <laughs> Yeah <laughs> um, Yeah yeah To all the listeners Obviously no Premier League For a month But we want to do Some World Cup stuff um, But Most of the team Will be Obviously, it's end of the year, so most of us will be away at different times. So we're going to have to figure out the logistics for that. But we are hoping to definitely do some World Cup stuff. We'll do like a World Cup preview. Follow um, our socials. We'll probably be doing some other stuff there as well. Maybe some football. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, right, I'll, I'll be, right, set, I'll be uploading uh, memes from camp deep in the trenches. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, if if you guys have suge- suggestions for what you want, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, like oh, maybe like we do a quick one right now. Like, who do you think will win the World Cup? Not uh, before World Cup starts. Not England. Not England. <laughs> yeah. I'm England. just gonna go Senegal, bro. Let's go, man. We need an African champ. According to my football manager, it's England. So let's go. My football Ooh. manager was Brazil, man. I'm always oh, gonna name how the winning goal. I feel like I'm, Brazil I'm are Brazil always favourites, but they just hard. always like don't like. Oddly, oddly, my FM simulated England and Belgium final, which I thought was weird, but sure. I'll take if it. Belgium, Belgium are good on paper, year, but they, the they just suck in real life. Unless KDB, like 
It's just the KDB show. KDB hard carry with Lukaku. Nah, man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a I'm gonna I'm gonna go on an interesting take based on how the recent events have have developed. Right, it's gonna be Portugal and Ronaldo to to be the the golden boot. Oh, I wish. Deep in my heart, I wanted to happen. If that happens, right, and then it be Argentina in the final, right, and he just the whole team does the sue in front of Messi. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, he takes off his shirt and he holds it. Does the Messi and celebration? And they win on penalty shootouts. Ronaldo <laughs> I, I, scores. I just and need Messi the final. Score, I show yeah. speed to give the trophy oh to him. And I'm done. I'm speed done. Speed made it to Sky Sports, bro. We made it. We live in a simulation, man. Man made it. Cristiano oh Ronaldo. He doesn't <laughs> know anything about football, but I I, I respect Sweet. the hustle. He's like <laughs> the ultimate method actor. Um. But yeah, man. Like we we could probably have to discuss what we wanna do. Uh, I think maybe we could do like a draft. It'll be one of those long ass episodes that like, we could all pick like, um, <laughs> our own like we will have rules and stuff. So you gotta have like uh certain now. It'll, it'll be like fantasy, but like draft style. So you can't have the same player in the team. That's just random I, idea I, I'm throwing out. Yeah. Alright, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, man. Remember, uh, don't yep. forget to uh, subscribe to the World Cup. Uh. Don't pirate. Uh. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I try. Uh, Even though all the games are at 3 a.m. Oh, shit. Oh, but, yeah, oh, okay, but anyway, some, some of the games, right, for those that are in Singapore, they are actually being showed not just live on Channel 5, but I think they're they are available at some of the country right? country clubs. Oh, also. Called yeah, community yeah, clubs. Yeah, 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 correct, correct. Yeah, so check out, check out your... I think it's the first, like... The first two games and the semi-finals onwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get two so semi-finals, you get third place playoff final, and two so opening games. So no need for all the piracy. <laughs> yeah, man. We don't we don't approve of that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah, man. Thanks for sticking right. with us. This felt like a long episode, but we've we were not even at ninety minutes yet, which is staggering. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget, full kit banter on Instagram. Um, nice to say, have Sash back, Guns N' Roses, killed it, kinda, and yeah, we'll see ya.